Broadcasting from the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia to around the globe. You're listening to Shark Bite Biz, your exclusive place for business strategy, sales, marketing, and tech in the roaring 20s. And now, here's your host, David Strausser. Welcome to another edition of Shark Bite Biz. Once again, I'm your host, David Strausser, and this is the place to learn how to grow a business during a global pandemic. Before I start chatting about today's episode, I don't know if you can really see it because of the graphics, but have you noticed this shirt? Look at that. Have you noticed the coffee mug right here? Okay, beautiful. In case you're not getting the hint, Shark Bite Biz now has its own merch store on Teespring. The link will be in the description below. Support the channel, people. Buy a shirt, a mug, whatever you want. Heck, we even got doggy sweaters, okay? There's something for everybody at the Shark Bite Biz Teespring store. Check it out. All your purchases directly help this channel stay alive and get better. Now, let's get back to what we have planned for y'all today. We have a great show with some awesome financial info. In fact, that's actually a theme for this whole week. Both episodes are going to be about money, just in different ways. You know, money is tight for most people today, unless you're Jeff Bezos, right? And that doesn't just have to do with business finance either. You know, your company may be struggling but what about personal finance? You have a lot of people unemployed. You have a lot of people reduce salary, hours, whatever it may be. Everybody's kind of feeling that financial crunch. So I really wanted to make sure that we hit this financial topic really hard this week. So who are we going to have today? Well, that's easy. I know. It's Danny Lee. Danny Lee has spent the better part of the last decade working with small businesses around important financial decisions. As a financial advisor with Eagle Strategies, he brings a team of legal and tax experts in advising clients and navigating complex challenges in today's ever-changing environment. So without further ado, let's bring in Danny, the money man, Lee in here. Business strategy. Welcome, Danny, to Shark Bite Biz. So glad to have you here with us, man. Welcome to the show. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. It's great to be here. Oh, uh, no problem. I, I don't know if you've watched the show yet or not, but we have a tradition here. Very first question is always tell us who the heck you are. What's your experience? What's your background? Why should people listen to you? Well, uh, you know, I'm glad you asked, uh, Dave. The uh, you know, I spent the better part of the last decade working with uh, you know highly compensated uh, executives, uh, closely held family-owned businesses, on really in, in important financial decision, financial planning decisions that they have. Uh, you know, a lot of times in, in my industry, people who are financial advisors, right? Kind of they, they get they get shoehorned into this one thing. Oh, you you sell investments or you sell uh, you know products or whatever the case may be. But they, at the, at a core, a good advisor actually helps uh, figure out the right decisions around those important financial topics. And then you know if there's uh, investments or insurance products, whatever the case may be, that ends up being the tool at the end of the conversation once the direction is decided. 
So right, right. you spend a lot of time doing that, uh, helping uh, people just really make better uh, decisions around what to do with their business finances and their personal finances. And, and that's one of the things I think that kind of separates you and why we get together so much, you know, uh, sorry, why we get along so good is because you're not like one of those random financial advisors that keep sending me messages on LinkedIn, just trying to help me grow as an individual. You specialize in small business financial people. So you help them with the business as well as with their their individual personal lives, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the the reality is, I mean, what was it last at last check? With like eighty percent of, of of corporations in the U.S. Are, are small businesses or something around there, um, and and really small business and close what we consider closely held business is really the backbone of uh, you know America in terms of uh, yeah. you know what what the, the engine that drives the economy forward is. You know, regular right. people. These aren't like large corporations, like billionaires, like you know, Apple or Google or, or Amazon. Um, it, it's it's the mom and pop shops. It's your local taqueria. It's your you know, uh, you know, little uh, grocery store on the on the right. right. So these small businesses or your local plumber, uh, you know, electrician. These are the guys that really kind of you know, the the oil that makes the whole machine work. And with small right. businesses, they can't afford. Or they don't have the luxury of having uh, maybe like a dedicated CFP or or, or a CFO in their uh, in their organization, um, but they are faced with the same uh, challenges of navigating the tax code, uh, the, the greater yep. financial markets, uh, debt, right? Like credit, how to how to get credit? Oh yeah, uh, you know, yep. in in various economic situations, how to manage liquidity, how to manage. Uh, cost, their profit and loss, right? Um, and you know, we we help them. We we help small business owners because at at the end of the day, they're just as hardworking as someone working for you know uh, for a, a large corporation and a nine to five. Um, but they have a lot more options and by relation, a lot more uh, challenges to go overcome in order to have a successful long uh, right. long term financial situation. Now, you say that you help them, but explain, because I think there's some people out there that maybe they don't fully understand the advantages of having a financial advisor with their business or in their personal lives. How do you help them? Well, um, great, great, great question. Um, you know, this is this is what I kind of like to tell uh, you know, prospective clients and 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 uh, you know individuals who who are considering uh, hiring us or, or employing our services. Um, and I like to tell them this: uh, you know, everything that we do, uh, everything that we will go over in the process of working with a client, everything that we will educate them with, is all public knowledge. Nothing is, you know, there's no like you know, trade secret other than kind of how we put it together, of course, but uh, right. there's, there's nothing that's, that's secrets. There's no secret uh, product or secret rules or tax loopholes that, that aren't already public <laughs> information. Everything's available on Google, but then again, right. so is everything that your doctor, your attorney uh, can, can do for yeah. you, right? The, the, the tax code, <laughs> every law in the book of the land is, is public knowledge. Uh, but the problem is how do you how do you put that in context of your own situation and how do you make 
decisions based on the, the, the pieces that apply to you without going out and getting a law degree, without going out and get, getting yeah. a financial <laughs> degree and then 10 years of ex- 20 years of experience. Um, you know, like what you're saying right here to me, and you know, I'm a techie. So what I hear is that you're taking all the raw data and basically computing it into essentially business intelligence, which is what somebody like you is that's going to help them understand everything to kind of break through all the bottlenecks they're having. Absolutely. We translate all that financial mumble jumble into you know, <laughs> regular, ordinary English. Yeah, no, that that that's perfect. So speaking about that, then, right now, a lot of people have been hit extremely hard. We're in the middle of a global pandemic that will not go away. And it is hitting both mom and pop businesses, small businesses, as well as individuals very, very, very hard. What kind of trends are you seeing right now in the market? You know, it, it really it really depends. Um, and, and I only say that simply because, you know, at the beginning of this, uh, of course, nothing like this has ever happened. Uh, and and right. at the beginning of this, we actually thought that our business, like many others, would be significantly impacted. Of course, we had some serious uh, market volatility. And as of uh, close of market yesterday, the S&P 500 hit another record. Right, so all of the dip. Apple in, just the you, day that we're dollars, recording yeah. this interview. Apple just became a two trillion dollar company, right. which is the first two trillion dollar company anywhere. Yeah, it took them a little over. You know, it took them was it thirty years to to get to one trillion, and then a little over two years to get to double that again. Wow. So uh, yeah, it's 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 a crazy time in the market. Of course, we have election years, and, and regardless of what your you know party leanings and politics are, it's going to be a rocky time in the the economy. Um, you know, th- there's lots of because it, it's it's volatile with the election. I mean, you look back even 2016 or. 2008. I don't think it changed too much like when a president is reelected, like Obama 2012, because he was already president. So I don't think that really changes the market as much as when you get a new president coming in because of the uncertainty of the, the politics and possible regulations that administration could bring. Is that true at all? Uh, it's true for the most part. Unfortunately, what has been true in this year, it, it, you can throw that out the window. Uh, you know, Cobbett, Cobbett, in 2020, it is it is gone. Yeah, 2020 you know? is, is gone uh, exactly. And and you know, no no other and no other time, uh, really, probably certainly in my lifetime and probably in the lifetime of, uh, of of most people alive today, have we ever seen a general interest rate as low as it has? Um, no other right. time have we been uh you know faced with a pandemic that has effectively shut down not the economies of one country or one local region but really you know kind of had the global economy grind to halt for depending where you are a couple of months to you know in some cases still going on i want to dig into that just for one second because people i think they don't really think about how global the economy is right now many years for example i lived in tijuana mexico i was working with the mexican government for a few years i was very active with all the manufacturers distributors people i don't think they really understand how interconnected all these economies are 
So China, for example, they're going to have issues, even if they don't have the virus out there at all, they'll have issues just because the American economy is almost shut down because they're not getting the purchases, the orders, the innovation type stuff that really helps their economy uh, thrive, you know, and that kind of spreads on like that, kind of like, you know, a tree with branches growing throughout the economy. It's a trickle down effect to where it does affect every single country, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, if if you're a fan of uh, sci-fi or, or, um, you know, fantasy, it's the butterfly effect, right? So, you know, a flap of a butterfly wings can cause a tsunami across, across the world. And, and that analogy has never been more true than with the global economy in 2020. Uh, you know, that's a, it's a scary place to be. That being said, though, uh, as I said before, it depends because on, on one side, there are businesses that have been significantly impacted. But we've also seen other oh, yeah. businesses, uh, uh, our clients, um, some of our clients who have ex- actually in, in, experienced improvements, uh, increases right in 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 their business uh versus the same time uh last year and that's and that's amazing that 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 is the heart and soul what this podcast is about because just because the government says that we have to close or whatever it is there are still a lot of business owners out there that are using this time to retool their business or finding other ways to grow their business and even with this global pandemic they're still experiencing growth. And that's why I started the show to get these stories out. That's right. Uh, you know, we, we've had clients who've in, in, in experienced incremental uh, uh, improvements and incremental growth to the clients that are seeing double and triple digit growth on, on parts of their business that, you know, that, that really has been steady for many, many years that are effectively mature. And that now that they're seeing, you know, new opportunities arise. And I think that's, that's, you know, to, for me, that's kind of the lesson to draw from this. At the end of the day, throughout this, uh, you know, two things will happen at the, when 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 this, you know, COVID, uh, you know, and plus economic slowdown and shutdown blows over. Two things will happen: either you uh, are relieved that it's over and and you know are ready to get back to whatever you thought your normal was. Or you're coming out of this kicking because you've spent that time retooling, rejigging, and, and, you know, evaluating your situation so that you are prepared and set up and and hit the ground running. Or if if you haven't already done so. What industries have you seen that have achieved some of the biggest growths? Um... You know, we've we've had ones. Uh, certainly, we've had a couple of clients in 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 the um, in in the uh, online retail space. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and and and. Uh, um, in fact, with Vision Thirty Three, you know, my where I work for my main job, uh, I've told this story a number of times on here, but it's true every every single time I tell it. You know, we'll get people that they're realistically two, three, maybe even up to four years away before needing a true ERP system, mm-hmm. but because of what happened in this global pandemic. They shifted their priorities. Okay, we're not doing events or we're not doing retail. We're just doing everything online now. Let's focus on that. They retooled some stuff. And all of a sudden, instead of 100 orders a week online that they were getting, now they're getting like 2,000 orders a week. And it has overwhelmed them. And those companies that would have been two, three years away from getting a new system are actually calling us now. 
I am getting more calls for companies that are, I mean, I'm talking small. They're like three, four, five users, six, usually a lot under 10. I'm getting more calls for businesses like that at this time than I have at any other time period uh, in the last five years. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I mean, in, in, I'm great that you, you, um, you know, I'm happy that you brought that up. Uh, I have a great example of that. So, you know, we, we obviously know that the restaurant and hospitality industries are the hardest hit, oh. one of the hardest hit uh, during this shutdown. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I love the area that I, I live in the San Gabriel Valley, which you probably know was is, oh, yeah. is, is, is effectively a, a food mecca, right? Oh yeah, for, for I live Southern in Azusa. California, right? You have everything. You have everything from anywhere in the around in the world, particularly uh, from the Latin countries and the Asian countries, right? So you know, so we've we've got to. I got to talk about this. I'm a foodie. <laughs> I love food. And this is my biggest complaint about living. I'm in Philadelphia now. I got promoted yeah. from the sales rep to be to run the Northeast yeah. for Vision 33. And my biggest complaint is when I was living out there in, in L.A., in Azusa specifically, even in Azusa, which is, you know, like a very northeastern corner of L.A. County, right. I could throw a dart at a globe no matter what country it landed on. Within yep. a 20-minute drive, I could find a top-quality restaurant of that That's food right. for my house. That's right. Out here in Philly, nope. I, I can't do it. I mean, there's yeah. great food out here, but it's going to be mostly Italian right. and, and stuff like that. I love that, but I eat low-carb, so it, it doesn't balance well with me. <laughs> uh, you're very limited in Italian choices there. Yeah. You, yeah. Philly cheesesteak without the, the sandwich, you can't you can't really do it. Yeah, that yeah. Put it in a lettuce wrap, oh. right? Ah, so that's whenever I hear the food, that's a very passionate, passionate subject of mine that I like to talk about because I love yeah. food so much and I miss it out there in SoCal because it's amazing. That is the one thing that is hard to replace, I think, from LA. That's right. Absolutely. And so, so kind of along my, my example, you know, we, we've had, you know, record closures of, of large restaurants, particularly ones that are more formal, uh, kind of upscale dining. Oh, yeah. But then on, on the other hand, uh, you know, in my local mom and pop shops, uh, you know, I, I keep, you know, of course, when I first hit, they're like, oh, it's slow. People are afraid. People aren't really coming out. And then it was like, mm -hmm. well, we're kind of afraid. Like it's, it's steady, but we actually don't want any more because then we don't want crowded, you know, crowds of people right. even when they're waiting for pickup uh and to now some some of the restaurants you know they're they're operating lean they don't have a, a large yes. staff but they're like every single time i go for a pickup they got like five or six orders sitting there waiting they got like section for a grubhub they got a section for if you phone uh. in your order and so they're they're, they're they retooled right revamped their model and they're chug you know chugging along you know, going, get, getting very yeah. strong. And some, some of them have even said our business is actually better than ever. We just, you know, visited one restaurant that's really opened like two months before, you know, the shutdown is worth probably oh, a wow. time to open a restaurant, but they're like, oh, yeah. yeah, we, we're, we, we've broken even. We haven't been in a, in, in traditionally small restaurant. It's very common to see them not even break even for a year or two. So wow. it's it's yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting time for for all types of businesses. So I think the 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 imperative is you know how if you are a essential if you if you produce a good or provide a service that is valuable. Okay, I'm not talking about you know it, it doesn't matter if you're selling 
home goods. It doesn't matter, right? Like if you are producing something or, or, or providing a service that is valuable to, to people, period, right? That are essential to the average daily life of helping, you know, providing value and helping people better their lives, you will, and you find your niche and, and get the word out, right? The marketing might be very different, right? Like t- take the original marketing script and throw it out the, the window as well because you got to rewrite that, right? If you're not used to right. online presence, you better get with it. Uh, if if yeah. you're a, a yeah. professional a service provider like myself and you're not used to doing uh, Zoom meetings, right? Or, or team meetings, uh, get get with it. That's, that's probably one of the yeah. only ways to, to meet clients. Digital transformation is the buzzword today. That's what we talk about a lot on this show because a lot of people have had to have that transformation whether they were ready for it or not. But the only way you're going to succeed right now is by embracing technology. And maybe you're not the most technological savvy person. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. Just surround yourself with people that are and you should be okay. That's right. And really on that note as well, uh, you know, I would say some of the the back to basics of of, you know, mm-hmm. business management 101, right? Liquidity. Right. Uh, cash positions, access to credit. Those things have been never uh, th- those things uh, co- cost controls those things have never access been. to credit mm-hmm. are banks clamping down with the access to credit uh depends um you know yes and no because you know banks in recent months of course have been overwhelmed with processing the the ppp loans uh for businesses and right. that's largely over COVID waiver payment waiver request all that right stuff. right and, and that's largely over with uh, at least you know the application process side of the ppp most of the money you know uh, right. has been dispersed and i would say that uh, the businesses who receive the money because they had to actually use 75% of it at least on payroll right. uh, some of it's starting to run out if not already so you know uh, so i did have a question about that mm-hmm. what if you had a business that was affected by the global pandemic for shutdowns quarantines whatever you got a PPP loan that was, you know, 75% was supposed to help you towards payroll, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I get that. Now you're in a state where things are starting to open back up. What do you do if you don't have the cash to be able to ramp back up? That's, (laughs) that's, that's a million dollar question. Are you hearing that at all from any people you're working with? Like they're worried about that aspect of it? Oh, absolutely. That would be the problem that, you know, needs to be solved because it's a question of survival, right? Whether it's means making sacrifices in terms of cutting back, whether it's renegotiating Mm -hmm. or, or negotiating some sort of leniency with your landlord a lot of business lease, very expensive space. Um, all of that has, right. it's it's not like, there's no like, here, do this and you'll be okay. It's literally do everything you can so that you are able to. And and I wish there was a better answer to, 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 to address oh, yeah. that. But for most businesses, it's literally about how are you going to move forward? And that's part of that rejigging and retooling and restructuring oh, yeah, your definitely. business. And how will what your what your business look like moving forward now not like when things potentially get back to you know quote unquote normal in 12 18 24 months it's how will you move forward next month right right and i think that that is going to be a struggle and i don't hear 
any of our politicians, again, this is apolitical. It doesn't matter what side they're on. I don't hear anybody talking about that. And I think that if a business, maybe it's only running at 25% capacity, stuff like that right now, a couple months, eventually they're going to be able to get back up to 100% capacity of whatever they do. Mm -hmm. And they're going to need capital to get supplies, whether it's food or whether it's more stock items or whatever that they need to buy to resell. And I, I think that's a struggle that more people need to be talking about right now. I agree. It needs to be talked about. It needs, you know, and I, and I, and I hope that whatever happens, uh, you know, on Capitol Hill uh, will, 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 you know, effectively trickle down to, uh, you know, small business owners. But on the ground, what I see the real reality is, uh, if if nothing's done uh, in this specific business, if if nothing, and unfortunately, some of these businesses have had to close, right? Like retooling and restructuring oh, yeah. wasn't possible unless they literally hit the reset button. Um, and uh, uh, and that's what small business has to deal with. Most small businesses don't have more than a couple of months worth of liquidity in terms of you know keeping the lights on, and that's just a reality of small right. business. You just don't have that much cash. And on that's what you're. That's what you're able to help with. Well, yeah. teaching them how to be prepared. I mean, that's but right. the global pandemic. It is. It is hard to prepare for something of this nature. <laughs> I will yeah. admit, uh, but. In general, I mean, having somebody like you will help them at least be better prepared if something like this were ever to, to happen again. That's right. One area, so I don't know if you do or don't, but you brought up just a second ago about landlords. Mm -hmm. Do you work with any landlords that are small businesses? So, so like, like, uh, like, individuals who who have commercial property is that yeah individuals yeah. that own properties so how hard hit have they been because you have the eviction moderators uh they can't kick people out if they don't have the money i mean they're they're kind of stuck if they still have mortgages and everything i think yeah how and so that's this how hard has that been hit hard and to varying degrees depending on how well they're prepared um and, and so when we do kind of comprehensive planning um you know, even whether it's a client that's worth a million dollars to, or a client that's worth ten million dollars right. or a hundred million dollars, uh, liquidity is one of those really key concerns. And particularly, as you mentioned, you know, with with landlords, people with with significant real estate holdings, the you know, especially here in Southern California, you you know, right? Real estate is like this huge, oh yeah, hot topic. You're like, if you're in Southern California and you're you've experienced some success and you have some investable assets, you know, most people, like nine out of 10 people are like, I got to have yeah. some in real estate. I don't care if it's like some duplex out in the middle of the, uh, nowhere that's, you know, you know, that I'm renting out. I got to have some real estate. And that's kind of the- oh, I, I have a lot of friends. My one buddy was telling me that about 20 years ago, he bought a house. I think it was in Carlsbad down in San Diego County. He bought it for- Five six hundred thousand. Now that same house, and it's not even in a richy neighborhood. It's worth well over a million dollars, and that that's insane to me. Yeah. That's that's a good investment. Yeah, and and well, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, assuming you can kind of keep up the mortgage, and the benefit of the real estate is yeah. you don't have to 
plunk down five hundred thousand dollars. You don't have to plunk down one hundred percent of the purchase price, right? You could put down three percent, five percent, twenty percent in commercial properties, probably closer to fifty percent, and then leverage and use other mm-hmm. people's money to you know purchase that asset, but you get to keep the appreciation, right? So, uh, right, right. The, right. Tra- the the flip side to that is if you don't have enough liquidity. Right. Like if you, uh, you know, I, I always love to say, you know, real estate is wonderful. Everybody should have some, but you can't spend real estate. Right. 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 Understood. Understood. So we do got to start getting wrapped up. I have probably two final questions for you. Sure. One on the personal side, one on the business side, sure. personal side. Okay. You mentioned about Capitol Hill. One of the things that Capitol Hill did do was they passed the CARES Act. Yes, sir. Okay. Part of the CARES Act uh, was kind of cool. I think it was a lifesaver for many people. It allowed them to take up to 100% of their 401k, I think up to 100k or somewhere around there. Is that a wise move or is that a bad It depends, right? It's great that they gave um people another option. Okay. So traditionally from any sort of retirement okay. accounts, 401ks, IRAs, 403Bs, 450, they're all the same kind of pre-tax, uh, you know, re- mm-hmm. retirement accounts, qualified retirement accounts, we would call them, um, you know, before the age 59 and a half, if you take any withdrawals with the exception of a few, like, you know, you know, significant, uh, uh, healthcare costs or, or, you know, your first home, um, with a, a few exceptions, right. you'll be hit with a 10% penalty and then the income taxes, okay? Because most of those plans are funded mm-hmm. with pre-tax dollars. That being said, the CARES right. Act allowed for a what's called a, a coronavirus um, withdrawal, right? Uh, uh, right. You know, if you've experienced financial hardship and it, it's kind of vague, the language is there like, you know, and it, it seems like they've left the discretion of checking whether you know the burden of proof to the individual plan administrator, but besides the point, right? So I well, I have mine with uh, Vision Thirty Three. We have our our four hundred one k with Transamerica, and I had called them up, inquired about it just for the show, figure out how it works, and basically it is up to the employer, the manager of the plan, to actually opt into that. And then if they opt in, it really depends on the employer, how strict they're going to be. If they're going to require you to have, uh, you know, be exactly. positive for the virus or just right. affected by the virus. Right. Or have it, a family it, member or whatever the case may be. Right. Really, really vague. Right. And, and Congress, I mean, in their, in their, in, you know, in their kind of haste to get this out, didn't really specify and that's good and bad in, in some situations. On one hand, it's like, if I really need it, okay, fine. I, don't have, I may not have to jump through a bunch of hurdles. But then if I do need it, you know, am I following all the rules? I don't know, right? So uh, the, the, the point is, it's vague, but the point is the, the option is available there. So up to $100,000 and that $100,000. When would you recommend? When would you recommend, say, someone, you know, they're a manager at some kind of business that was shut down. They got either furloughed, laid off their, you know, unemployment. Maybe it didn't even cover their mortgage payment. Who knows? 
you know, and they're about to either lose their house or default on a lot of, uh, well, I guess no one's losing their house now, but they're getting behind the mortgage payments or whatever it is. I mean, in those types of situations where it may get extreme dangerous, would you recommend that or definitely an option? Uh, as far as recommending, right. they definitely need to seek uh, professional help, right? Uh, and and oh, you yeah. know, visit with their tax professional, visit with their financial professional if they have one. If not, find one. Um, you know that is educated. Or enough. reach out to you, right? Of course, reach out to me. You know, be happy yeah. to, to answer some simple questions um, and to figure out what their situation is because it's not as simple as oh, I've got a hundred thousand dollars, let's go. Because you know, some of those businesses that I mentioned that 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 I know of that are doing well, they're doing well, and they they specifically understand and know that that biz the, the their business was positively impacted by the stimulus checks said another way right. as soon as people got those stimulus checks whether they needed it for you know kind of essentials or whatnot i'm sure people did do that but there's a swath of the population right. who may or may not have needed it like right then we're like that's awesome. I've got an extra 1200 bucks to go spend on something. I There's also, buy. see, this is, this is the one thing that upset me with what our lovely Congress had done is I think there's a lot of people that are maybe mid middle class, upper middle class. Think about a family, maybe one spouse earns you know, 130, 140, 150,000. Maybe the other spouse only earns 50, 60,000. But because of where they're at, even with two, three kids, they essentially got zero. And because of everything that, and because of everything that's going on, perhaps one of them got either laid off, or in many cases, a lot of bonuses got suspended, commissions got suspended, salaries may have been temporarily reduced, Mm -hmm. and all those people, you know, they didn't get essentially any help from anybody. They got nothing. And they are struggling financially just because of that as well, too. I mean, that's a true scenario out there, right? I'm not just thinking it's weird. You're absolutely right. I mean, you know, I I would say a lot of our, you know, kind of, I mean, you've lived in Southern California before, right? And it's an expensive area to live. Most of our young professionals are with, with young families. I mean, in order to afford a home out here and then to raise a family in that home, uh, with one or two kids, with the cost of childcare, and if, especially if both parents are working, um, you know, you're easily into you know several hundred thousand dollars to be uh, really in the middle class uh, out here, and and yep, and and it's a challenge. And I know people, I know families, I've been there. Yeah, I know families who get by on less, but uh, it's it's a challenge all around because of the cost of living, uh, and and most of these families are effectively phased out of that support. Um, as well, so it, it's it, it, it's sad. Yeah, it, it's it's it, it's a challenge it's all sad. around. But look, all these things are kind of short term, and you know they're they're band aids to kind of this you know never seen before pandemic and economic subsequent economic shutdown situation. Um, so it kind mm-hmm. of brings me back to to the fact that now more than ever, uh, not just the the business owner, not just the established people who who are you know mm-hmm. kind of upper middle class or mass affluent individuals that that have financial options right financial the luxury right. of financial options more than ever even the average individual needs to kind of go back to the the, the basic drawing board of of being you know kind of right. looking at their situation 
um, you know, looking at living within their means, you know, saving what you can, whether, you know, and, and whatever plan that is, whether you determine to save, you know, 10, 15, 20%, whatever you can, uh, and stick to it. Uh, you know, maintain emergency funds, right? We've always right. told our clients for, uh, you know, last 10 years, probably thousands of people, um, not all of them are my clients, but, you know, that, that I've met with. And the rule of thumb is, you know, mm-hmm. have three to six months of all of your living expenses at any time. This isn't part of the vacation money. This isn't part of the the, the Christmas money. Yeah, I'll put it back in January, right? Um, you know, this is the literally... Uh, if some, if nothing bad or catastrophic happens, I do not touch that money, uh, and, and so and to have the discipline to do so. So, so you know, maintaining proper liquidity and and, and really having a uh, a written plan, whether you're working with a professional or not. Just like you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, starting a business. If you don't have a written plan, if you don't have something that's both measurable and attainable at the same time, it's Oh, yeah. Pretty much bound to, to 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 not happen, right? There was that you know the the study that oh, okay. everyone cites, the Harvard Business School study, where they they surveyed you know they they followed uh, you know a class of graduates, and out of that cl- entire class, ten years later, uh, you know. Th- I think three of them were, were multimillionaires and, and, you know, and it's because wow. they all writ, wrote down their, their, their business plans uh, or their, their, their goals. Wow. Right. So, um, you know, for, for it, Good stuff. It, yeah, there's, there's no, there's no magic bullet. There's no, um, you know, easy way, easy fix to, to this, the challenges people are dealing mm-hmm. with now, but at least from my perspective, all of the things that we talk about, whether it's, um, asset protection, right? Income protection, um, you know, just foundational financial planning one on one. These these principles, yeah, they're more important than ever to to enact with every single individual. Whether they're worried about like how am I going to get my job back and continue paying rent, to you know how am I going to keep uh, my business going and pay my employees or my, my 30 employees mm-hmm. that have been with me for five years or 10 years. And how am I going to provide so, for them and my family? Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's great advice there. And you were actually starting to tread into what my final question for you was. So real briefly, what final words of advice do you have for those same small business owners that you were just touching on a second ago that might be struggling, wondering, how do I do this? How do I do that? And finances, you know, may be a problem for them. Um, well, uh, you know, we, uh, there, there's a lot of economic uncertainty. And this is kind of more of a, I guess, a philosophical answer, if you don't mind, you know. Um, I love philosophy here. Yeah, Especially true. after a couple of drinks, my 17-year-old <laughs> says, Dad, you get too philosophical, get away from me. <laughs> So go ahead. I love it. Exactly. Let's well, hear it, well, yeah. If, if, if you had something other than coffee in that mug, we may be here for a couple more hours, right? Um, no, exactly. Exactly. So, so I, I would say this. There's a lot of economic uh, uncertainty. There's a lot of uncertainty with, um, you know, the, 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 what's, what's coming through the tax laws, support from uh, Congress, the, you know, the, the, the investment markets, the credit markets, the low rates. There's a lot of what ifs and, you know, I hope so's uh, out in the, the greater market. That being said, um, what I've found is that 
entrepreneurs, uh, entrepreneurial people, right? So people that that go out there and crazy people that go out there and risk everything <laughs> to start a new business right. and it, for their you know and, and and bet their entire livelihoods and that of their entire family's livelihoods on an idea, a dream, yeah. a goal, right? They 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 are naturally people who are risk uh, are not risk averse. Right, they are naturally people right. who um, are willing to take some risk and are willing are are able to be uh, uh, be be okay with um, with adversity and and uncertainty. Uncertainty is a better word, right? They're they're okay right. with uncertainty. Mm-hmm. They can accept uncertainty, and within that environment, this is kind of in recent memory one of the most uncertain times ever. That being oh, said, yeah. definitely, uh, you know particularly with with small business owners and even with people who 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 maybe are you know working a job right uh maybe mm-hmm. they're laid off maybe their hours reduced uh maybe they're not really happy with what they're doing uh for a living yeah right not a hundred percent like yeah okay it pays the bills but you know i wish i could do something else um this is a time to kind of reinvent yourself and to absolutely be able to control figure out what it is that you really want to pursue, your passions, right? You know, what you're good at, what you'll be willing to kind of... That's amazing there. That's something that we've heard time and time again from various different experts or business owners, whether it's reinvent yourself as a person, your business, your job, or it's your brand, you know, like take a step backwards and reinvent how you do things in your business to find a better way to do it. Right. Right. Exactly. And, and, uh, and, and, and then from there, figure out, maybe find someone who's, who's already there, who's already doing that and, and see if you can learn from them. Right. And if you're already in that space where you're already on the right track, you have the, 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 the luxury and the, the fortune to already be exactly where you want to be figure out the things that you can't control and right. only focus on that. And, and I'm not even talking about like, yeah, focus on that and then worry about the other stuff. Like literally put that out of your mind, right? Sometimes I tell clients that come to me with, oh yeah, you know, check out the market. I'm of course I'm paying to the market. Um, what do I do about this? Or I heard this. I'm like, you know what? Just stop, right? Just, just literally turn off <laughs> uh, CNBC, right? Like literally take your right. you know Yahoo finance app and just delete it off your phone. Because if- what about Robinhood? Should we delete that? <laughs> Robinhood is a great. <laughs> That's another. Yeah, it's a great another podcast episode. It's a. It could, it could be exactly. <laughs> it could. It, it, it's a great learning tool, but with with you know great uh, power comes great uh, responsibility, right? And so without the right contact oh, education, yeah. you can get yourself in. I've heard stories. Yeah. So so mm-hmm. so look, you know, it's um, it, you know control the controllables on a daily basis and, and figure out and s- simplify your routines, right? What, what do I mean by that? For example, for me, you know, I, I, you know, I have a, I, I have a, a, a three, almost four year old now, right? So he has his daily routines and the, in the time that if we go on vacation or he gets thrown off his schedule, it's game over. It's, yep. it's, 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 it's a challenge. And for those who, who have young children, you know exactly oh, what I'm yeah. talking about. End of the world. Yeah, yeah. End of the world. So, so you have to have your routines and, and we oh, have yeah. routines, not just so that we have organization, but we can maximize our, um, energy and time, 
right? Because if you're passionate about something, even though oh, yeah. passion- and I think a lot of routines got thrown off here. Exactly. Yeah. You know, juggling. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, Danny, hey, I love you being philosophical. It is great. It's a pleasure to have you here. How can people reach out to you? Danny Lee, the money man. <laughs> uh, you could uh, reach out to me. I'm, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, you know, uh, you know, you can message me. You can email me. I don't know if you want to post my email in, in, in a description yeah. of this video. Uh, you know, feel free to reach yes, out to will. me on, 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 that's the best way to, to, to reach me and my staff. Uh, and, uh, we'll, we'll definitely uh, try our best to, to, you know, help out. That's, that's really what we're here to do. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, Danny, thank you so much for coming on here. You gave so much insightful info. It's been amazing. It's been great. It's been fresh. And you're really reinforcing a lot of the stuff that we've heard in our previous episodes. So it's always good to hear that. Absolutely. It's it's always a pleasure. And you know, I can go on for hours, but I appreciate you having me here and oh, no that's, that's watching, uh, you know, well, well, let's 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 plan for a long term, but hope for the best, and and hope hopefully we we get back to a, a new normal uh, as as soon as possible. Oh yeah, definitely. And please, guys, I'll put the description out there. I'll put Danny's contact info on the descriptions of YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Please make sure you reach out to him. Thank you again, Danny, and I'm sure we'll be talking soon, man. All right, take care now. Take care. Amazing story for Danny, the money man, Lee. That dude is incredible. And this is also one of those really awesome conversations that I love to have because it just covers such a big, huge, large, vast array of different topics. That story about Danny's friend who opened a business right before the pandemic hit and now has essentially broke even because they were able to quickly adjust. And shift their business model is awesome. That is a type of story that we want to get out to everybody. We want people to hear those success stories so that they could think, wow, I can do this too. The financial situation, though, it is tough. It's almost critical for a lot of businesses. PPP, essentially gone at this point. We are hoping for a new program for small businesses But with the current political situation, uh, realistically, it just looks slim. Like Danny said, there's a good thing, though, that the banks, they're not completely clamping down and shutting off lines of credit. Yeah, they're getting a little bit tighter, but they're still open to lending on the right basis. So there's still some options out there to help you ramp back up. One of the big keys, like Danny was saying, is liquidity. And getting back to business management 101 to make it through the next few months. As Danny and I talked about, the biggest concern I hear coming up from most businesses is that we are surviving. But we need more money to be able to help ramp back up and move forward. That's where digitally transforming may be able to help your company run more lean, run more efficient Using, you know, again, what I do with my day job, Vision 33 with ERP, there's solutions that you can get that are low cost. And it doesn't even have to be an ERP. I mean, they're, they're CRMs. Maybe it's just something as simple as HubSpot. And that's pretty low cost. Or Zoho. Uh, whatever it is, one of those solutions or something like me with SAP Business One, there are solutions out there that can help you operate much cheaper, must much more efficiently get the automation, the 
business processes, all straight, automated, whatever you need. You can kind of get that with your business intelligence, and that can be a key to the recipe. But even with the best system that you can get, it's not the only ingredient. You're going to need to figure it out on a couple of different levels, and it's tough. In fact, if you want to come on this show and talk about the struggles you're going through, I'd love to have you as a guest on here. Reach out to me, David, at SharkBiteBiz.com. What did you think about this episode, right? This was some great stuff. So let me ask you, what do you think is the biggest hurdle for businesses to be able to ramp back up when things do fully open? What can they do to have the cash flow to support that instant burst of growth they're going to see with needing stock items, needing employees, and all of that that they're going to need, again, to get back up to full capacity? Discuss in the comments below. This should be a fun one to talk about. Do you love the show? If you love the show, help the show. There are three ways you can help us out, okay? Real simple. Number one, subscribe. Smash that subscribe button and watch all our episodes when they come out every Monday and Thursday at 6 a.m. Eastern Time. Number two, help people find the channel by sharing share the channel so that they can grow their businesses and you help this channel grow as well too. Number three, buy some cool merchandise like the Shark Bite Biz t-shirt or the Shark Bite Biz coffee mug. You can get that from our brand smacking new Teespring store. The link is in the description below. It is teespring.com slash shark dash bite dash biz go there you can find it every purchase helps this channel meet its productions cost so that we can keep coming out with some awesome episodes for you all once again i am david strasser this is shark bite biz and i'll see you next episode thank you for listening to shark bite biz We hope you got some insightful info from this podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us through your favorite podcast app and visit us on the web at www.sharkbitebiz.com. How has business changed for you in the 20s? Email us at podcast at sharkbitebiz.com so you can join us and share your story.